Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hey there, horror fans. Merry Christmas and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for all the holiday horrors. We are your hosts. My name is Brandon. And I'm your other host. My name is Justin. And welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, good morning. Morning, Slack. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to start my Saturdays off with you. I'm mm. not going to lie. I enjoy on. it because it... Well, I love I love to drink while we record. It's just, it just adds the fun. But then yeah, I, I find myself, a, I'm like... Lush, oh, I so, so. You what? <laughs> you're a bit of a lush, so... No, I like to have a few beers. <laughs> I don't like... But that's, the, that's the catch. I like to drink. I don't like to be drunk. It's a real awkward 22 to be in mm. but at least if we do it in the morning i'm drinking coffee i i my my faculty stay with me and i'm like am i slurring <laughs> i shouldn't be but i feel like i am but we are gathered today to talk about um a christmas movie that i myself had not seen up to this point um what's that said me neither right and so if you are interested in watching this, um, we both watched the unrated version on Tubi mm-hmm. for free. Yep. And Tubi itself is free. Right. Um, which is nice. With, with ads. Yeah. I mean, the ads, they're, they're, they are what they are. It's yeah. not too bad. Um, they come at fairly decent times. At least they did for me. I don't know if it's random or pre-selected, but everything was like at a decent scene break. And exactly. Backtracked on one to show you kind of the lead in for the scene. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I can do this. Yeah, that's it's still that's why unrated. D- right, so and it's that's like why you're I didn't... watching it on TV, but you get all the boobies. Good stuff. <laughs> you get all the boobies and all the extra stuff that you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, which there were quite a bit, way more than I expected, but shouldn't have been. I wasn't surprised, but I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of how I was when I first saw it. I was like, oh. Okay. So we're doing okay. that now. Okay. Yeah, this, this is what's but going then I on. Was like, oh, it's the '80s, and it's a reaction to Friday the Thirteenth. So, okay, <laughs> I get it. Right. Uh, yeah. That I what this came out the same year as um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did it? <laughs> I think 1984. Yeah, it sounds about right. I think I think so. Um, what say yes? Stop calling me Rocket Mortgage. Um, so Silent Night, Deadly Night um, is. Uh, a um it's, they call it a psychological slasher film uh directed by charles that. yeah i could see that too uh charles e sellier jr and it's starring um robert brian wilson uh lillian siobhan chauvin gilmer uh gilmer mccormick tony nero linnea quigley which is a, a name that i uh, the only name on here that i know Britt leach and leo getter geter the story concerns a young uh, man, boy, named Billy, who suffers from uh, PTSD over, or post-traumatic stress over witnessing his parents' murder on Christmas Eve by a man disguised as Santa Claus and his subsequent upbringing in an abusive Catholic orphanage. All recipes for a killer here. Yeah. In adulthood, the Christmas holiday leads him into a psychological breakdown and he emerges as a spree killer donning a, a Santa suit, which is crazy because the kill count was way more than i expected too like mm-hmm. i was like holy shit okay <clears throat> there were some we'll get to it but there were some where it was just like okay you're just tacking this on to add to the body count like this could have been very much different and better 
Yeah. Oh, and, and when you told me that, and I'm watching this, and I was like, okay, I can, I could see, I could see that because, and when we get into the notes that I took for the movie, it's very much. It reminds me in the aspect of how Killer Clowns is, to where it's like. At least this one's kind of been the reverse. Mostly tonally, it's all the same. Yeah. And then there's a few moments where you're like, okay, you know, this is gonna take me out a little bit. Opposed to with Killer Clowns, where it's all goofy, and then you have a couple really dark tones in it. Like in this yeah. one, there's quite a bit more dark tones, but then you're, oh yeah, um, rocking '80s vibe. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, I want to talk about that when we get into the when we get into the fucking movie notes here. Um, the film was released on November 9th, nineteen eighty four, by TriStar Pictures, where it received substantial controversy over um, its promotional co- uh, material and content, which fe- uh, featured a, a killer Santa Claus. In addition to receiving negative reviews, it was pulled from theaters a week after its release. Wow. However, it was a success during its opening week, grossing $2.5 million on a $750,000 budget. Since its release, it has developed a cult following and spawned a series consisting of four sequels, with the fourth and fifth installments having no connection to the original film, as well as a loose remake in 2012 called Silent Night. And a, re- a reboot is planned for a 2022 release, which I do have a, an article... Um, from slashfilm.com that is um talking about that so before we get into the movie um i'll talk about this article and then i'll um credit it in the show notes um i vaguely remember silent night being a thing but i never watched it so silent night um in 2012 i'm trying to remember it had um holy oh my goodness okay so i'm yeah, there it is. So, Silent Night uh, in 2012 was directed by Stephen C. Miller. Uh, the police force of a remote Midwestern town on the search for a killer Santa Claus who is picking off citizens on Christmas Eve. Um, but it stars Malcolm McDowell, Donal, Donal Logue. I always mm. can never pronounce mm. his name right. Um, Jamie King. Um, n- nobody else of real note just for me. On, uh... Amazon for 13 bucks Prime on Blu-ray. There it is. Are you going to get it? I don't know. The cover looks all right. Santa with a blow, looks like a blowtorch. Yeah. <laughs> the reviews on here have it at four stars. So that's, that's um, Let's see. I'll add it to so, my horror list. Right. Let's I was trying to see. it. Um, actually, it, they got it for us um, on IMDb. It's got seven stars out of ten. It's not bad. You know what I also see when I search oh, for it? Jack Sorry, Frost I'm... 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman Special Edition coming out January 11th. Okay. And the cover is a snowman on a surfboard. No way. That is so cool. Save uh, oh, save that. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll save that picture. Um, I lied. The IMDB ranking is 5.2 out of 10. Um, That's much worse. It is much worse, but I was looking at the user reviews where this one person rated it 7 out of 10, calling it an old-school slasher. You know, and that's what kind of sucks about horror movies just in general, is the reviews are so skewed and get so muddied that it's like, it could be great, but you'll mm-hmm. never know, because critics will always hate it. 
Yep. And audiences can't really be trusted, so it's it's like just <laughs> it's roll true. the dice, give it a try, see what happens. Right. I'm gonna. If you haven't already heard, I am going to give fair warning to um, our friends listening that you may hear background noise. We have we have a stuff going on today so we're cleaning the house well my wife is right now and my daughter is up and down the halls pissed off and so <laughs> we'll see um so we already talked about the plot um and the really oh now she's going up and down the hall playing a sounds like a f- recorder hmm. um the film was released as we said opening in 398 uh, theaters in the northeast and midwest on its opening weekend the film gro- uh, finished eighth grossing one point one million four hundred thirty two normally don't do the whole thing there it out it outgrossed Wes Craven's landmark, A Nightmare on Elm Street, which opened the same day, albeit oh, wow. 235 less theaters. Before being pulled, it grossed $2.4 million on its first day, 10 days of release. It's not bad. Obviously, yeah, obviously, it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah. And when you think, <laughs> you know for what I mean? There's a reason. It was out for just over a week. That's uh, not too shabby. No, not at all. And you kind of wonder what it would have been if that wouldn't have been the case, or depending on what happened back in the day. But um, so, Silent Night, Deadly Night was one of the most controversial films of the 80s due to its advertising campaign, particularly its posters and TV spots, the, um, that made significant emphasis on the killer being dressed as Santa Claus. The PTA fought to have this film removed from theaters due to its subject matter, and the fact that it was shown around Christmas, although an earlier film with a similar premise, Christmas Evil, <laughs> had gone unnoticed. You don't say. It sounds like the a, like a lifetime version of a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, television advertisements, which aired between episodes of family-friendly friendly series such as Three's Company and Little House on the Prairie, led parents uh, led to parents complaining that their children were terrified of Santa Claus. <laughs> Large crowds, mostly angry families, formed at theaters and malls around the nation to protest the film. At the film's East Coast premiere at the Interborough Quad Theater in the Bronx, New York, protesters picketed the theater and sang Christmas carols in protest. So, you know, it's crazy. As people talk about like how society is now mm-hmm. and how soft, in quotations I put, we are and this, that, and the other... 1984 we had families gathering and going and protesting outside of movie theaters i'm almost 40 i've never seen that once obviously i was a year old a year and a half when this movie came out so i'm not gonna see that but like shit like that's been going on forever (laughs) it's just it's it's not as almost worse you know i don't know it's tough it's not it's not a streamline now now. they didn't have the internet like one person says that a thousand people catch on to it and it's everywhere and people make it a bigger deal than it is that's the that's it right there wildfire the wildfire of social media but the fact that people actually got together in person and went on mass to theaters to protest something like that's doesn't happen now <laughs> no i mean yeah especially like people like to a point almost nowadays don't even want like I don't know if it's the contrarian na- nature of how people could be be like, oh, they're no, I don't want to do that. This person's yeah. saying that this is you a bad thing. Outside. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> they're like, I don't believe the same thing as this person, yet we agree on this. That can't be. <laughs> that can't be. <laughs> you either agree with me or you're wrong. That's How dare? <laughs> I say that to you um, almost every day. Oh, I know. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in response, TriStar Pictures um, pulled ads for the film six days after its release. Um, the film itself was also withdrawn shortly thereafter due to the controversy. In response to the public outcry, producer Ira Barmack told People Magazine, People have taken offense at Santa being used in a scary context. Santa Claus is not a religious figure. He's a mythic character. Sure. I don't deliberately ride roughshod over that sensitivity and I didn't anticipate the objection to it. An editorial published in Variety stated, most protests were generated by the feeling that the depiction of a killer in a Santa Claus suit would traumatize children and undermine their traditional trust in Santa Claus. When the film was um, castigated at length by Gene Siskel and Robert Ebert, the backlash against the film became louder and more widespread. You don't say. (laughs) Siskel and Ebert got their hands on it. (laughs) <laughs> screwed yeah um, well I think that if they would have just been smarter ab- about the promotional she's yeah. not air commercial like during family what, friendly hour it should have been yeah, night. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, the film was re uh, was the film was due to be re-released by an independent distributor, Aquarius Films, in May of 1985, with an ad campaign releasing the original "Twas the Night Before Christmas" theme trailer, with a new one centered on the controversy surrounding the film and editing out all uh, edited out all the close-up shots of Billy in the Santa suit with weapons. The print ad material also replaced the original chimney picture with the one that talked about the controversy. However, the film only had. Uh, the film had only had further test engagements in the United Kingdom. The movie was never submitted for a certification to the BBFC and its sequel was denied a video certificate in 1987 after the distributors refused to make the cuts required for an 18 certificate. However, in 2009, Arrow Films submitted the film to the BBFC for classification, which passed the uh, film uncut with an 18 certificate. And uh, the UK DVD was released 2000, in 2009, uh, November 23rd. You know, it's, like, this movie is actually fairly brutal, like the, especially the opening. I was very surprised, but mm. just thinking of how uptight people were in the 80s about horror movies compared to what we see now yeah it's kind of funny sometimes no i i get that completely and we'll talk about it more when we get into the movie but i'm like (laughs) when things in the movie would happen i'm like wow this is a parallel to the very beginning no wonder he's having a flashback you just ripped a girl's shirt open and you threw her down like uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can't make it any more obvious than that but so we have talked about how we don't care about uh the review aggregators and all that kind of stuff even though it does hold a 44 percent approval rating with an average rating of that's something i guess (laughs) 4.9 out of 10 siskel and ebert condemned the film and siskel went as far as to read names of the film's producing uh, production crew on air telling them shame on you Gene Siskel also said that all the money the filmmakers were making off this film was blood money. (laughs) 
Leonard Maltin also denounced the movie, calling it a worthless splatter film, citing it as a bomb, and asking, what's next, the Easter Bunny as a child mo- Oh, come on, Maltin. The Easter Bunny as a child molester? That's that's going zero to 60. <laughs> Like, it's one thing to be dressed up and kill somebody, but it's another thing to be like, oh, let's take this one and make him a fucking deviant. <laughs> oh, a Daily Variety review argued that whatever arguments uh, the film was making on the commercialism of Christmas were overshadowed by the graphic violence, which the, review staffs, uh, resu- uh, which the reviewers saw as off-putting. And the last one, Michael Wilmington wrote in the New York Times, it is safe to predict that Silent Night, Deadly Night will start making worst movie of all time lists almost immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Not true, but way to go, Sir Wilmington. One positive notice came from Kirk Ellis of The Hollywood Reporter, who complimented uh, director Sellier's workmanlike competence and praised the cinematography and Gilmer McCormick's performance performance as Sister Margaret. Okay. I hated her almost immediately. Was or is that, that the good one? I think that's the good one because... Oh, that's right, because the, the bad one was uh, Mother Superior. Right, and that was Lillian Chauvin. Yeah. Chauvin? She was good, too, because I hated she her was, almost immediately. She was real good for being a bee. <laughs> <clears throat> um... So, the film was originally released on VHS in 1986. Wow, that took a while to get on. Oh, I guess with all the polls and all that kind of stuff, it makes sense. But in 1987, the film was re-released on VHS tape by International Video Entertainment. And by 91, the film's home video rights were transferred to Avid Home Entertainment, which was released the same year. Um, The film was released three times on DVD in the United States by Anchor Bay Entertainment. The first release was a double feature disc along Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 in 2003. The second release was in 2007. And the first two Region 1 releases are currently out of print. Um, the, the film was released on DVD in the UK in 2009, as we said. And it, um, this set includes a, an audio interview with the director, a poster, and then booklet including deadly director charles sellier interviewed by callum waddell and silent night sex night the slice right. and times of lania quigley <laughs> All right. um on december 4 2012 the film was again released alongside a part two disc of christmas survival double feature containing the same archival bonus features as the 2003 um on uh, September 16, 2014, the film was released on Blu-ray by Anchor Bay and Stars Entertainment. No new special features were included, with the exception of a few new commentaries, which none of any of the directors or I'm sorry, actors participated in. And the Blu-ray contains exactly the same previous or same release as previous DVD editions, with the extended scenes edited back into the film, with noticeable uh, picture quality changes. The, there has yet to be a full re- uh, a release of the full uncut prints uh, from a single source. Sad. Mm-hmm. On December 5th, 2017, Shout Factory, under its Scream Factory label, released the film in a two-disc collector's edition on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, it contains the film remastered in a 4K resolution from the original negative, it also contains new special features such as an interview and audio commentary from actors Robert Brian Wilson and Linnea Quigley, co-executive producers Scott J. Schneed and Dennis Whitehead, writer Michael Hickey, uh, 
music composer Perry Botkin and editor Michael Spence. It also contained a new documentary on the making of the film entitled Sleigh Bells Ring, the story of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. It sounds cool as shit. Uh, which included interviews from the cast and crew, the original theatrical trailer, radio, and TV spots are included. Ooh, that sounds like a special features dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking for it on Amazon right now? I could see oh. you looking down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also contained the original special features from the 2003 and 2012 releases as well. Um, Scream Factory also released a limited edition deluxe offer that contained the collector's edition set alongside a um, 18 by 24 size poster of the new artwork for the film, as well as an 8 inch tall figure of Billy in a Santa suit holding his double bit axe. It was, the offer was limited to 2000 and orders started on uh, pre-orders started on uh, September 7th, 2017. Oh. That sounds cool. I do want to watch the the, the new one though because I do or the part two because I do have um, on my wall a poster of um, I haven't watched the the second the part two yet but um, Eric Foreman's um, Eric Foreman signed it and he plays. Um, Ricky, which is what isn't that? That's um, Billy's little brother, I believe I it is. No I think that's what the, I think that's what the the bit there is. Um, so, um, due to the, due to the minor success of the film, the uh, four sequels were created. Two of which, uh, part two and part three, better watch out. Focus on Billy's younger brother Ricky turning evil and becoming a serial killer, similar to his older brother, in which he was killed from having become insane because of his past. Part uh, part four and part five. <laughs> so, Silent Night, Deadly Night four, initiation, and Silent Night, Deadly Night. Five, the toy maker. However, in, are entirely different, and each focuses on different Christmas theme horror stories. Now I kind of mm. want to watch those because that sounds like sure. they got they did the anthology style, which Halloween was headed towards. Yeah. And then we had the remake in 2012, and uh, earlier this year they announced that or- Orwo Studios and Black Hanger Studios acqu- acquired the rights to the original film. Nice. Which I'm wondering if this is basically how they're going to. They're, are they going to Halloween it, you know, or whatever, or, you know, scream, be like, hey, we're just going to make a Do reboot a long and lost sequel. Yeah, basically. I suppose you could. Uh, so, um, talk a few more things about the movie. Um, there isn't a tagline posted, but it does says he knows when you've been naughty. The poster is really cool because it's basically it's just a snowy roof with a chimney and Santa's arm coming out the top holding the axe. Yeah, I remember that. And, yeah, I was like, it's it's really cool. Um, so we mentioned all these fun things. Let's see if there's any. So who? I don't remember Denise. Which one was Denise? Mm-hmm. I don't either. I'm trying to because that's Linnea Quigley. Um, so, oh, the tagline, you've made it through Halloween, now try and survive Christmas. Nice. Yep. Make it um, any more blatant that we're ripping off Halloween. <laughs> all the, yeah, all those. Yeah, definitely ripping those off. Um, a few fun facts, a few fun facts before we dive into the thing. Yeah, as we mentioned, it did open up on the same weekend as Nightmare on Elm Street. Um... 
Ooh, so I should have went through these some of these along. The film was known at Oh, bless you. Sorry. The film was uh, the, this film was known as Sleigh Ride through its production. TriStar decided to change the name into Silent Night, Deadly Night at the last minute. I'd have been fine with either, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, Silent Night's a little more hokey. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, if they'd just done what the 2012 one did and just did Silent Night, that would have been mm-hmm. good. Like, it's I think adding w- the deadly night that made me go. Eh. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. And then yeah, I feel like if they would have went sleigh ride and it be spelt like sleigh, like how yeah. it is, like that's also a tad bit on the nose. Like yeah. sleigh bell rings, and as cool as that shit sounds now, like I get, I get what you mean. Um, so many of the kill scenes were directed by editor Michael Spence due to the director. Charles E. Sellier Jr. being uncomfortable with the handling of the gore-heavy parts of the film. Fair enough. Um, Mickey Rooney, one of the uh, voice, uh, one of the vocal detractors of the film in 1984, surprised people when he uh, starred in Part Five, The Toy Maker, <laughs> leading some to call him a hypocrite for appealing, appearing in the film. Yeah. It has been theorized that the film was shot under the title Toy Maker, and the same Silent Night, Deadly Night was added. In, uh, to the title in post-production to create an uh, um, in-name-only sequel, and that if Rooney had knew the film was Silent Night, Deadly Night sequel before shooting began, he would not have appeared in the film, considering his feelings towards it originally. I disagree. Wait, pull- like, it's gotta be it's the same thing. It's a horror movie about Christmas, so unless they did something <laughs> particular that he that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, the film was planned to be a limited release, but open wider on Christmas, but the protest can that idea. Um, good old Phil Donahue. Anybody that's older than 20 years old probably remembers who Donahue is. Mm-hmm. Uh, dedicated an entire hour of his TV show to the controversy surrounding this film. Um, graphic designer Burt Klieger created the infamous poster art of Santa going down the chimney with an axe. Good for you. That's um, the cover I remember on the shelves at my local video room. Yeah, same, same. Um, so the group formed to protest the film. Um, the group formed to protest the film and lobby for it to re- be removed from theaters was called Citizens Against Movie Madness. That's hilarious. I, I want to be a member just so I can say the title. That's cool. Against movie madness. <laughs> I'm a part of Cam. Um, composer Perry Botkin Jr. improvised most of the score while watching a work print copy of the film on Betamax. Nice. Afterward, he'd replay the tape with his work and add more layers and melody to polish it off. Wow, that's cool. Okay, so Linnea Quigley... Um, was the girl that was on the pool table and got gets hung up on the antlers. Oh, I didn't recognize her because she looks so young in that movie. Um, the axe that gets embedded in the wall um, that she was leaning against was real. Oh. Uh, yeah. Since the film's re-release, almost all the advertising for the film, only excluding the Fangoria film's re-release and cover art... Um, had focused on the controversy it created in 1984. So just for you, we'll, I'll read this one. The founders of Citizens Against Movie Madness, 
The group formed to protest the film hoped to use the victory they secured in getting Silent Night, Deadly Night pulled to challenge the film industry on the amount of violence for other films as well. However, the group would fall apart shortly after this film was pulled and would never live up to its founder's dreams. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Stupid dicks. Uh, when the remake titled Silent Night was released in 2012, the reaction was polar opposite of what it was in 1984, with people accepting the concept of a killer wearing a Santa Claus suit. This may have also yeah. been because uh, may have been the reason why Fangoria Films decided to re-release the original film in 2013, which led to the film finally appearing on pay cable channels in 2014. Jesus. Way to make it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's, you uh, know, honestly, it's a good movie. Like, I is. talked about it after I saw it and watched, you know, with you before you even watched. Like, if it wasn't made in the 80s, this might be one of my new favorites because it's a really solid idea done fairly well, without mm -hmm. the, except for the hindrances of being an 80s movie. Right. I'm going to read a few more here. Uh, when asked during a 2015 interview about all the protests surrounding the film when it came out, Linnea Quigley said, Oh my God, I was shocked when my manager called me in Mexico where she was filming another movie and said that. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, to me, that was just another horror film. I couldn't understand it at all. Good for you. Yeah. Um had the movie stayed in theaters longer, TriStar Pictures estimated it would have made, earned well over $20 million. Yeah. Which would have been pretty big for that time. Um, the toy shop where Billy gets his first job is called Ira's Toys. Ira, Ira is, the name, is the first name of one of the film's producers. Um... The orphanage was in a, an abandoned schoolhouse that the crew had renovated for the film. It was demolished shortly after the filming concluded. I had wondered if that was like what the case with that was because I was like, man, that'd be kind of a cool thing, like to go, you know, take pictures of or, you know, yeah. like if you ever like doing a horror movie road trip to, to visit a lot of sites would be a lot of fucking fun to do. Yeah, and that would sweet. be a cool one to see. Um,. So one last one before we get into into here because of the fact that it has a connection. Mrs. Randall says to Mr. Sims that the original man hired to be the mall Santa broke his ankle ice skating. This was also said about Jamie's uh, babysitter in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Hmm. Nancy Borgenich was also in that film as a female attendant. Ooh, connections. Um... <laughs> So, a little bit of uh, spoilers here. It, um, the body count, Do you, uh, if you were to guess what the body count is, just off the top of your head, how many people, unless you counted? I'm doing a quick recount in my head. Eight? Uh-uh. Am I close? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that counts both Santa killers. Oh, I, I I didn't when I was starting to read it. It like I didn't see that it was every single killer or every every single person killed. So um, you have the cashier, Billy's parents, Andy, Pamela, Mr. Sims, Mrs. Randall, Denise, Tommy, Bob, Mac, Offscreen, Father O'Brien, Officer Barnes, and Billy. Oh, Only God, nine people in. See, you were close though, because only nine. Uh, Billy killed nine himself, so that was a that was a good guess. 
Um, yeah, I forgot about the father. Well, and the the father dressed up as Santa. Billy didn't kill him. He was killed by the policeman. Right, yeah. And that wasn't just, like, I forgot about that one, but that was just everybody that died in the movie. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the movie, um, I'm going to talk about SlashFilm.com's article here talking about the reboot. Um, so... This article I don't necessarily agree with. It says, here's a not-so-controversial statement. Silent Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night is not very good. And neither are its five sequels. <laughs> Although, part two does feature the now-iconic moment of, the, of a character yelling, Garbage Day. With that in mind, Silent Night, Deadly Night is probably the, the perfect horror classic to remake. Too often, producers will simply remake stuff that's already pretty good to begin with, when the best course of action would be to take a bad movie with a good idea and try to rework in something better. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, the, film, the remake concept was brought to Orwo Studios by producer Anthony Massey of Massey Media. The original film's producer, Scott Schneed and Dennis Whitehead of Wonder Wheel Entertainment, will join Orwo in bringing, in, in quotations, in bringing a, an exciting new version of this cult classic to modern movie audiences in 2022. Schneed, Whitehead, and Massey will produce alongside with Jake Seal, Terry Bird and Jamie R. Thompson of Oro Studios and Black Hanger. There have been plenty of killer Santa movies and Christmas horror movies and horror movies in general since the release of the original Silent Night Deadly Night. So it'd be wise for the reboot to take some to take would it be wise for this reboot take to try something fresh and new to differentiate itself. No, 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 no. Do not change anything. Just remake the movie. Yeah. Santa Claus is still in balls. I saw him yesterday. For those that don't believe in Santa Claus, I seen it. Yeah, yesterday. Okay. I sat on yesterday. his lap. It was real uh, awkward. I didn't. It's COVID times, man. We can't sit on laps. You know better than that. Yeah, I would have if I could, though. Sure. Break his fucking knees. Because <laughs> your boy's big. Um, so, we'll go ahead and dive into the notes themselves here. Okay. Um, so, like, what you were talking about with this movie kind of being hindered by the fact that it is just the 80s, yeah. that time, you have a really creepy intro where, like, the music is tense, and I'm like, fuck mm -hmm. yeah, let's get into it. And then, all of a sudden, yeah, blood splat 80s music. And it, re it really reminds me of later Friday the 13th and Nightmare movies where they yeah. have that real synthy fucking horror poppy shit. And then it yeah. turned back into creepy piano music during the credits. I'm like, there was no need. Just keep it consistent. <laughs> yeah. God damn That's, it. Like if this had a John Carpenter style score, <laughs> that would have made it a like, hundred times better just with that. Because the music <laughs> screwed me every single time. This is horseshit. <laughs> so, um, another, like the other things, the real hokey things that really too, I didn't like was when they they went to like a new facility or they went to somewhere that had a sign out front mm -hmm. and they did the like 45 seconds too long zoom in on it. Like, okay, I saw that it was the Utah Mental Facility, which is not it. what it would be called. <laughs> but we don't need a 45-second slow-motion zoom-up of the fucking sign outside. 
and I'm like, okay, god damn it. I, like, I really was watching this. I'm like, I don't like it already. This is going to bug me. I'm like, please don't do this. And unfortunately, they only do it twice, and they do it later um, when they get to the orphanage, and they slow zoom in on it. And it's like, we're, I know that it's 1984. One, that one's a little better because it's kind that's of an ominous thing. Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's approaching, and there's kids there. Like it's like, it's actually something that that could be construed as creepy, even though it's not. Yeah. But the right. first one, it's just 80s. Like you read it, right? You read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just making sure you read it. Three yeah. minutes later. I just want to make sure you read it. That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. Just read it. <laughs> um, so they go to they go to visit Grandpa, and I'm just like, okay, this yeah. guy's just sitting here. He's got this creepy ass look on his face. And then as soon as the parents leave, I'm like, okay, now he's gonna talk to the boy, and yeah. he did. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he just is like, Christmas Eve is the scariest night of the year, and blah blah blah. And Santa Santa punishes the kids who've been naughty, and it's like, way to go, Grandpa. You planted I like the seeds. It because it sets it up but it's also stupid and I, if they when they remake it that's a thing I would cut out yeah I hope they I definitely matter. hope they cut that out no it doesn't work it's <laughs> I don't get about, what his deal is other than he's just a jerk right but see the thing is is this also you know it kind of breaks I guess the you know your your um your tropes where you know serial killers are generally because of overbearing mothers and really strict households and all that kind of stuff this was like a three minute conversation with grandpa yeah. <laughs> how he's like you're naughty Santa will fuck you up yeah. so just be yeah, a good yeah, kid yeah. and that part the really scary part of this movie is later on when Billy's in the house with the little girl and he's like have you been good and I'm like yeah, oh yes we'll get to that later um but yeah, so he plants the seeds that like if you're bad, Santa's gonna fucking wreck you, yeah. death style. And, and on the so way home, he does. <laughs> yeah, fuck! <laughs> it's like, oh come on, man! Like of all the times, of all the things, Santa happens to be broke down along the side of the fucking road, and already killed <sighs> a cashier for like thirty bucks. Thirty-one dollars. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the holiday robbery. And the thing that really pissed me off about that scene is the cashier is like reaching down for the gun like like the guy doesn't see it. Like I'm being mm-hmm. sneaky. I'm moving so slow that his eyes can't comprehend what I'm doing right now. I'm grabbing this gun under the counter. <laughs> like Drax. Yeah, and then pulls it up, but he does like the long fucking slow motion draw and it's like the other guy's like <laughs> shoots him a few times in the chest and then he's laying on the ground and then he pulls his arm up again slowly and the guy fucking pops him again and then once in the head for good measure and I'm like I don't nobody deserves to die but you don't deserve to live you didn't even try <laughs> cool, okay. like that that was that was like the worst attempt of fucking fighting back I've ever seen and also your till has 30 bucks just eat it that's fine <laughs> mm-hmm have at it please take yeah. the money yeah, yeah like less than i fuck. make in two hours here go yeah Just have that <laughs> this is my daily salary oh yeah, do fine. i own this place no yeah they have insurance if i do yeah insurance it's, it's called insurance john we got yeah. <laughs> um so we um billy's already terrified of santa claus and they're they're driving 
and everyone's kind of do- like Billy's asleep in the back. Mom looks like she's dozed off, and then you know Santa's in the middle of the road. They're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Which is exactly what I would do, because yeah. traffic, traffic situations, I have a like no tolerance for. It's like a real big pet peeve of mine. I'm like, if you slow people down unnecessarily, if you're in a parking lot and you're walking through and you just assume somebody stop, like look fucking both ways. I'm hmm. getting mad. Just. Ooh, right? But a but broken he's... down car is a, a different story. Like, you can't yeah, really I help get, that. I get that. I get that. I just wanted to bitch for a second. I understand. And then the more I think about it, there was really nowhere else to pull over. I get it. But still. <laughs> he pulls up behind the car, dressed the Santa Claus. Billy's like, fuck! <laughs> you know? And <laughs> then the dad tries... To... <laughs> dad tries to get away. He gets fucking popped from a mm-hmm. distance because Santa's a crack shot, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he had practice wor- with the cashier. Yeah, he really did. And I mean, the worst thing about it is too is like, you like was he kill? Was he trying to take their car? Like, uh, that's that's the thing that I like. Obviously, he's kind of just a dickhead, but mm-hmm. it's like okay. I assume his car actually broke down and he wasn't trying to just lure people in. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I would assume he was trying to steal the car. It's what he does to the mom that I'm like, really? That's... Yeah. That that was a little over the top for me. Unnecessarily. It's like, it's one thing to like throw on the ground and to like to slit her throat. But if he's not like to throw on the ground and rip her shirt open is a really sexual act. Yeah, when, that was very much that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is around the time of Friday the 13th. Yeah, but <laughs> like necessary nudity. I get it now. Yeah, and the thing with that is, is like when something like that happens, a much worse action generally follows, and that was like never later the case. In the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> with that. But like when he throws it on the ground, rips his shirt open, like is he like he doesn't do anything after that, like. Yeah. Not that I, which I'm glad for. I'm very glad for too. But it's it like, it seems like an unnecessary step. Like it just wasn't needed. I get the times, but whatever. It it was it was a Friday the Thirteenth reaction. Yeah, I guarantee. Uh, Um, and so poor Billy sees his parents murdered. You know, he sees his mom get her neck cut, and then Santa walking towards him with the bloody knife, which was creepy. Mm-hmm. He's like, where you at, you little bastard? Where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm right here in the bush. Sorry, I was <laughs> Sorry, hiding from I you. I didn't know you were looking <laughs> for me. Was... Oh, are you looking for me? No, oh, okay. Um, Awkward. And <laughs> so, you know, we get to zoom in on the orphanage. He's there, and Mother Superior really just... Sucks. She sucks. She just... My methods will work. And I think I'm I and I think I wrote that like down Santa. later. Huh? I'm going to force you to like Santa. Yeah, exactly. Like Oh my goodness. Um but like I, they talk about it. They ignore the signs that, that each year his condition gets worse. Yeah. Each year it gets just a little bit worse. Like what makes them think that the next year like okay. Sure to be We got fine. this. Yeah, yeah, last fine. year was bad, but this, this would be fine. Like, this Mother Superior, they know very well that his he saw his parents get murdered by, by somebody Claus. by a Santa Claus. And they're like, let's put it. She's like, fuck it. I'm going to put him on Santa's lap. Yeah. Like, of course He'll he's going to fucking. 
like yeah, normal see, kids get scared of sitting on Santa's lap. Yes. Like Which did. we'll talk about later it too. Always, also, <laughs> it always creeped me out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So Billy's like he gets sent to his room, and she, what is it? Um. Mar- Sister Margaret says he can come out, and he's walking out, and he hears some sexy time going on down the hall, and he's looking through. Which, if he would like, I get. I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, "What the hell is that?" You know, yeah. what I'm eight years old. Like, I don't know what fucking is yet. Like, what's that yeah. noise that's going on? My parents have been dead, so I haven't accidentally heard anything. Yeah. Like, what's going on? So looking through the people, which was really cool with how they did the the light shining on his eye. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, that's cool. But it's the, let's stay there for a little bit longer and watch after you see, like, some super hairy legs. And <laughs> you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He might have been a little fascinated by, this is something new. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm seeing. Yeah, and, and it course, also connects to what happened to his mom. So it's right, yeah, that little bit of like, oh, that's that ain't right. Yeah, that's true. Mother Superior shows up and just she fucking whips him with the belt. See, and that's my yeah. thing, and I know that's the way that those institutions go. Not to go on a thing, because I won't. But like, <laughs> it's like they're the ones that did something wrong. Billy was just like, "What's this about?" Yeah, he, and the, so and this is another situation where I don't know if I wrote this in the, my notes, but I, I kind of just wonder if some some decent fucking communication would have helped yeah. dramatically. Yeah. It's like that Larry David thing where they're like, hey, sorry, Santa killed my parents. I, I just, this is, I'm not comfortable with this. And they're yeah, like, oh, okay. Is, what, you problem? Yeah, yeah, we got you. You don't have to do this. Yeah. And credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this movie is like 12 minutes long. Yeah. But no. Um so but then she's talking about how just punishment is you know sex is you're you, if you're having sex you're being naughty okay. and so then he always now that's being linked to everything mm-hmm. like now sex is naughty which yeah. i love even though it's fucked up like i love that these guidelines that they're putting in place like it it's not just you know kill them for mommy jason like mm-hmm. he's like okay the word naughty was is was used to like if you're naughty santa will punish you mm-hmm. and now all these little different things are being added in as oh this is naughty oh if you do this this is naughty and then all of a sudden like you have the frameworks of a code essentially yeah. like like dexter's code thing, was like, killing people this is the clear example of all the wrong lessons people took from halloween which created Friday the 13th, and if you do bad, you know, if you have sex, if you have drugs, drink, do the bad things, you die, and the right. virgin survives and all that stupid crap. Mm-hmm. But it did it in a way where it was like, this actually makes sense, and when you link it to Santa being, like, naughty or nice, it's like, okay, like, this yeah. actually makes it work. It like does. Friday the 13th did, mostly. Most, oh Yeah. But, like, see, the thing is, is, like, those movies, like, they start out really strong, right? Like, the the, mm-hmm. the, entran- the the entry to the series, you know, the first one, maybe second one, like, are real solid. Like, they're real good. Like, it's enough to, you know, put that killer in the pantheon. But then at mm-hmm. the same time, you're like, without Jason Voorhees, is Friday the 13th that, you know, is it that good? Like, it is, but, like... The first one's better. Well, yeah, like, of course. And that one doesn't even have him. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so. you know, like Halloween, like those movies later on without Michael Myers, are they really that good? 
those ones probably not the later ones even though the first mm. two are are good yeah, you know three. same with same with freddy the first one's fucking awesome and then you get into these later ones it's like oh great now he's a caricature yeah. like no i want to i want a slasher and so like it's just the thing like that's exactly the thing i like about this movie so much is that like it's it's rooted in such reality that yeah. like he's not a supernatural killer he dies at the end of the movie like yeah. spoiler how yeah spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie it's almost as old as i am so we had what you darn what are you darn we hadn't what are we doing <laughs> i don't even know what we're doing anymore <laughs> um and so he um poor billy he uh he has a nightmare and he runs out of his room he gets tied to his bed by mother superior this is the thing that it's just like it's one thing like she's got a fucking axe to grind no pun intended with this boy mm-hmm. like it's like almost like her life's work to break him down into it just to be right be like yeah. i told you my methods would work even though they suck all the asshole they clearly don't not at all <laughs> In literally every possible way that's so yeah. um and so the next day billy gets forced to sit on santa's lap he doesn't like it and he socks santa a good one fucking straight knocks him the fuck down i'm like damn billy okay (laughs) and then the bloody nose into the the santa mustache i was like that that looks good okay but um we know eight what is it fucking 10 years later or some shit like that billy's yeah billy's a giant 18 year old like this grown-ass man is an 18 year old like i remember how i looked just out of high school and it didn't nothing like that i was in pretty good shape out of high school well, I I didn't get fat that, until after I high school. Yeah. I was fat I got, during like middle school, then I got in shape, and then I got fat again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like I I was I was never fat in high school, um, and then after high school, we moved to Oregon to live with my grandparents to kind of get rooted and mm-hmm. figure shit out down there. And I love my grandma to death, God rest her soul. And my grandma could cook. <laughs> grandma's cooking man papa got plump started to fill out a little bit more and then i never was really really big until i started truck driving and my daughter was born and then i just gave up <laughs> you know like like not i just i'm lazy man i'm tired my diet sucks blah 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 uh, anyway. but we uh we see billy's working in a toy store and i i Huh? Strike one. I salute anybody in retail, yeah, especially during the holidays. Sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, you worked at Target, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Especially during the holidays. No. Yeah. Like I, like I sympathize. Like I, I have a cousin who's worked at Walmart for like seven hundred years over um, in Arkansas, and every year around this time, I'm just like, God, I feel for you, man. Like it's supposed <laughs> to be like, hey, it's another long day, but then I'm like, oh, dude like half the year i'm working 14 hour days like the yeah. shit's like we may not be at retail but god damn it hardware never stops um so they they really set billy up to be the like he's a he's a wholesome hard worker like he's just getting everything done you're like this mm-hmm. is the guy that i want to work in my shop like everybody yeah. wants an employee like that and then you have the fuck andy <laughs> Yeah. fuck around Andy in the back who looks like a supervisor acts like a supervisor but probably isn't a supervisor mm-hmm. you know sitting on his desk sitting at his desk feet up pulling out the flask 
just being a real, you know, he wasn't really a douche right away to um, Billy, but you can see the framework starting with it. Um, and so, where are we at here? Um, yeah, because I wrote whoever the other guy is drinking on the job. I didn't know his name was Andy at that point. He's still, uh, still, he's, uh, see, he's still triggered by Santa. Santa shows, like, they see him up there. He's like, and then fall, didn't he fall into the fucking rack or some shit? Sorry, like, ah! <laughs> oh, Billy. Um, and so you probably shouldn't work at a toy store. Just exactly. Or just like, that can, hey, like, hey, boss, I know that you need me, but is there a way I can work in the back while Santa's here? I have a real condition. A yeah. Communicate, Billy. Let like you're old now. You're older now. You're a grown ass eighteen year old. But then later on, like at the party, I feel like one of them's like, "Oh, that's right, I forgot." Oh yeah. Oh, he's like, "Oh, I forgot." Yeah, Uh, this dude's got a thing. Santa fucking murdered his parents in front of him. (laughs) Like, oh, you don't say. Um, and then when they're like, "Oh, they're like, oh shit, Santa broke his ankle. We need." I'm like, "Don't ask, Billy." Put anybody else, Ira, yeah. get in the suit your goddamn self. Right. Like, you're going to put a, a grown fit man. Like, this guy looks like an athlete, damn near. Yeah. 80 standards, even sure. better so then. Um, I'm like, you're going to put this guy in a suit. He's not even going to put, uh, he does put the, the beard over his face there for a little yeah. bit, but like, he makes it through. <laughs> he makes Barely. it through it. It's a little rough, but, but he gets there. But, but like when we're talking about how kids are, you know, scared to sit on Santa's lap, and he's got that little girl on her lap, she's just freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "You're being naughty. I don't bring toys to uh, naughty children. I punish them." And she's like, huh? <laughs> "Shuts the fuck up real quick." <laughs> and then she got like, "I'm like, oh god, that like that was dork." Yeah, yeah I loved it though, because I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man, like it, it's creepy. It doesn't really cross any lines. He's just saying, you're being naughty. I don't bring toys yeah. to naughty kids, which is Santa's trope already. Yeah, like it's a the, normal I, Santa would say that. It just but, has this dark connotation given what he means by naughty. Yeah, he's like, I punish them. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. <laughs> His real low, calm voice. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I love. I it. love the it parents was, going. He's so good with the kids. He's so great. Look at that guy. He's just fucking nailing it up there, and yeah. he's like, "I'll fucking punish you, dude, if you don't listen." <laughs> um, and so they make it through that. Christmas is over. The boss is like, "Let's get shit faced." I'm like, "This is where like I'd love to work in a toy store, but then when your boss is like, "Hey, let's get fucked up," I don't like to be drunk, as I said earlier, but I do like to drink. Um, yeah. and so. Yeah, I don't know, man. They, I don't like uh, being at work longer than I have to, so I'd be like, I'm gonna go home. Yeah, no, I can see you 100 being like, see you next year, yeah. <laughs> we out, and you would have been fine because you would have yeah. lived yeah. <laughs> because of it. Dude, we get the whole fucking, the whole thing. Sam, he like, dude, he just snaps mm-hmm. right here. Like, you know, you got Ira and then the lady. They're you know drunk having a good time singing christmas songs and even though billy had a thing for um i don't remember what her name is in the movie but he has a real thing for her like they kind of connect she's really nice to yeah. him and he's like oh okay and then you know he's he uh sees her and billy kiss uh, not billy her and andy kissing they go in the back like 
this is the this is the thing that really drives me crazy too because like in the back there just because you're you're like it's 84 it's obviously a way different time Mm -hmm. but like i just i don't under like i'll never understand why dudes are like oh she's kissing me that means she automatically wants to to bang and it's just like egos and whatever i'm i i don't know but like it's just it's crazy it's like you should be just happy that a girl's kissing you (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i'm like this guy looks i'm trying to remember what he reminds me of somebody i don't i I don't think it's the lead singer journey with short hair but it's (laughs) he reminds me of somebody um like if i would have been 18 year olds working an 18 year old working in a toy store or however old andy is and like I was single in those days. Like, if a girl would have kissed me at work, I wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, we're going to bang. Like, no, I'd have been like, dude, she fucking kissed me. (laughs) You know, I would have been all... This is great already. Right. (laughs) Yeah, there's no reason to... Yeah, I I just... I don't... I I don't get you guys. You know? Um, But this... Like, the whole scene is crazy because, like, he starts to have flashbacks to his mom Mm -hmm. and he's forcing himself on her. He... It's just snaps like you can see the progression of just yeah. fucking losing it which is amazing mm-hmm. and the, the the fact that he lifts andy straight off the ground with christmas lights around his neck i'm just like okay <laughs> superman <Yeah. laughs> that like was a i bit know dumb. yeah i like i get it you're you're in shape billy or andy looks a little thick he doesn't look fat but he looked like yeah. he got a little bit of girth to him mm-hmm. um and i'm like you just and then the blood coming through, and I'm like, okay, it's still visually really cool, yeah, but he got that done. serial killer strength now. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but the thing that's crazy to me is that she, the whole time she's trying to fight off Andy because mm-hmm. he's being way too aggressive, mm-hmm. like she puts up more of a fight against Billy, and Billy was just like, what are you doing? Well, not necessarily, he might have killed her boat. Like, we don't know how that would have progressed, but like, he, he probably still would have killed her because she's being naughty. But, like, he killed her. I'd like her. to think not, but that was the only yeah. one that I was like, really, you killed her, too? Because, like, she was already a victim, and yeah. now you're making it worse. Exactly. But she put up more, like, if she would have put up that fight against Andy, that, that would never have happened. Because yeah. she was straight up fucking wailing on Billy. <laughs> she's yeah. like, get the fuck back. I seen what you just did. Maybe she felt she had to fight now. Um, yeah. So... Billy kills everybody in that scene. Just Big everybody. Man. Like, ugh. The, um, when he gets when he gets the lady with the bow, I'm like, oh, she might escape. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to, like, smack the window or something with the axe. Yeah. And do, does he, like, say hey, or does he stop her somehow and then just think, like, way to fucking I catch her off guard. Two 80s movie slow. <laughs> um, so everybody gets killed and then the sister like she not she she's like oh fuck you know billy's like she kind of she's kind of the dr loomis yeah as as about as effective as well she <laughs> yeah. she's basically the dr loomis of the movie and she's like i know it i know where he's going he's going home <laughs> like <laughs> evil is gone <laughs> <laughs> i shot him six times <laughs> um and so he you know he's running uh He's he's going back home, but yeah. she discovers it, and it's just like fuck, man, a little slow. Um, so the the next scene is where you know where we have the 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 kids downstairs, and you know they're 
completely naked on a pool table just making out because that's what you did in 1984 you didn't necessarily have sex you just got completely naked and 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 kissed slowly and sensually i might add Mm -hmm. um it's christmas yeah (laughs) right so you know the little like look i believe it's the little sister she starts to walk downstairs and um quigley is like no don't come down here blah 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 and then gets her to go back to her room but then she hears the the jingle jangles of the bells and you know she's like oh i gotta let the cat in Mm -hmm. so what does she do she puts the shorts on then goes upstairs without a shirt on yeah because it's an 80s horror movie i understand that but like you literally (laughs) just you're like you're like don't see my boobies down here don't see us naked down here but But i'm gonna put on some i'm gonna put up some short shorts you know and open the door be like like it's also december so it's probably kind of cold it was yeah (laughs) but then you get the really like the really cool scene between her and Billy where they're kind of fighting and he picks her up and then puts her on the antlers which I I thought that somebody was going to get impaled on the axe against the wall like it almost looked like they were teeing that kill up the whole time the antlers obviously looks way cooler like the slow progression was pretty gruesome yeah um and so I don't remember who the guy I don't, I don't know any of these characters' names um, but you know he, he's fighting Quigley's dude and the guy's kind of putting up a little bit of a fight fucking the thing that got me though and this maybe have you know tied with the the crazy strength of picking Andy up by the head but like dude smacks Billy in the face with a, a fucking fire iron poker mm-hmm. thing and then flips over down the stairs real halloween style and he's right back upstairs like 30 seconds later like nothing happened i'm like he recovered from real quick nut shot even still like he got kicked in the balls like straight Mm -hmm. on and then he like pops up and he looks it's like (laughs) i'd have been down for at least a minute and a half solid 90 seconds to recover um but then this is the tense moment of the movie for me with the little girl. He does give her a bloody box knife when um, she's like, he's like, have you been good? She's like, yeah, of course I have. Of course I've been fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you I've been bad because he's pulling it. He's pulling that, that box knife out slowly. And I'm just like, Oh fuck. Don't kill the girl. That would have been real con. Like, I mean, like I understand the controversy of the time, but that would still be controversial in this time yeah. <laughs> doing that um so the the funny thing was is when they showed the guy get thrown out the window and he's laying on the ground i'm like how did he die from that <laughs> and then when they go and they go outside and then you see that he's got this giant broken pane of glass halfway through his body i'm like oh that's how he died yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> yeah that would definitely do it um and then I I, I, I I hate that I wrote be sledded. I saw <laughs> that. <I> was <laughs> well, when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, he got be sledded. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I write this out to make it, like, to convey what it is I want to write? Because I can't write be shledded. <laughs> you know, that doesn't work <laughs> that way. Um, but yeah. That like, was the scene where I was like, okay. Like, I loved the whole with the two that were have canoodling and the antlers and all that. Like, I love that. Yeah. But this was the one where I felt like this is a Friday the 13th reactionary. Yeah. Like, we need to up the body count, so let's just have some random Yeah, somebody needs their head removed, sledding. and let's do it on a sled. Like, batters yeah. up, dude. I thought and it I looked cool. I knew it was ha- going to happen. I was like, the first one went down, I was like, okay. And then the next one's going to be dead, and his head <laughs> Somehow. is going to fall off. 
like yeah i I didn't i didn't know he's gonna be beheaded but i was like he's gonna be fucking something on the way down um (laughs) so uh we find out send is uh, heading back towards the orphanage which we all knew was gonna happen a long uh the whole time yeah gets shot right in the back like they show santa walking up and all that kind of stuff he gets shot you find out that it's poor reggie i knew that name because they said it deaf yeah who's deaf and i'm like so his name was reggie o'brien i guess father o'brien got shot he's deaf and now dead he yeah. like That's i get the shoot to kill one yeah right the thing that sucked too is when when father o'brien got shot and the little boy standing in front of him like oh you see the blood splatter on his scarf and on his clothes and you're just like oh traumatized (laughs) (laughs) um and then um i I wrote there is no santa claus i don't know why i I don't remember why i wrote that but uh he's a Oh, they say there's no Santa Claus? I don't know. But he's about to fucking swing on Mother Superior. Like, Billy's in there. And the axe is back. And I'm like, ooh. He's not going to do it, but ooh. He gets shot in the back and killed right in front of his brother. Right in front of little Ricky. Yeah, it is his brother. That's Ricky. Okay. I was like, that is so great sequel setup. But I I didn't realize it was his brother. I thought it was just some rando. Yeah, no, it's his brother Ricky, and okay, that's the, even the, that's the axe do. laying down right in front of his feet, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And then he looks, he looks mad. He's like, well, obviously, you just saw your brother die. He like did try to age, kill somebody. I feel like the age discrepancy is a bit like that kid didn't look ten plus years old. No, he wasn't because he was a baby. Yeah, but it would have been ten years between when Billy was. Ah! holy fuck sorry that was a frightening noise (laughs) yeah that that hurt yeah well i mean okay so billy's 18 when he was eight the boy was a baby so i mean there could be a solid 10 years this kid would be 10 that's how math works if it's a 10 year gap even if yeah then he's 10 years old but in the sequel he could be 20 i mean i saw a picture of eric foreman like i no, i get that but the, the boy that saw the axe was not 10 years old no, he looked a lot smaller. Yeah, that that's my issue here. Is oh, okay, I, yeah. Like, there's well, at least yeah. a 10-year gap here, and that baby, if it's his brother, that's mm-hmm. not a 10-year-old kid. Nah, he could be a real small 10-year-old. I guess. I'm I nitpicking guess. here, but I'm just... I know, that's I didn't, fine. I didn't make the connection that that would be his brother, because he looked too I'm, young I, to be I could brother. be wrong. I'm like 95% sure it's his brother. That um, makes the most sense. But the thing with with the axe, when it falls on the ground and, you know, axe head right at his feet, I'm like, okay, you've been chosen, you're the successor, whatever. But he was like, it was like Friday the 13th, part four before part four. (laughs) Right. He's he's looking all mad and he's all naughty. And I'm like, yes. All right. (laughs) Part two's coming. (laughs) Let's go. Four years later. So technically, I got to see what the gap is. I have, uh, I'll watch it soon, but. That there is Silent Night, Deadly Night in a you just pretty wrapped bow. Me of the other thing I don't like about this movie. What does he say every time that he kills somebody? I don't think he says naughty, but he says something. You've like, been naughty? Something. Oh, punish. Punish. That's what Yeah, cuz that's what he wrote. That's what it says right there, punish. Yeah. That was the only other thing punish. that I was like that's dumb. When he does like the cop scene was so cool. I knew that he was, you know, he's going down to the cellar thing, then he was going back up. It's like I know he was going to die. But yeah. as soon as he says, punish, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You took uh, a really cool scene and made it pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
So that's it. Yeah, as we said, Silent Night, Deadly Night wrapped in a pretty Christmas bow oh, present. Christmas. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's uh, uh, This will be our last episode for the year, uh, and then we're going to take next week off um, to spend time with the family, all that kind of stuff. Just, mm-hmm. you know, holidays. Recharge the bats. Yeah. Start the new year out, season four. Um, Justin, you want to let them know how you're going to kick off the new year? With the most classic of slasher movies. Possibly the first slasher. I would say America's first, because uh, Peeping Up Tom, there. I guess, is kind of the first. Uh, yeah. Um, Psycho. Psycho. Weird. Heading We're going to start the year off strong. Well. We're going to start it off strong. Yeah, I have kind of, I'm tr- trying to kind of plan out my year a little bit. Obviously, nothing's ever set in stone, but like I, you know, I, I picked a lot of family-friendly movies as mm-hmm. of late. Be- yeah, you and, have. Uh, I want to go hard next year. Like I want to. Let's I'm yeah. Let's get real. Some brutal stuff. So let's get let's get real with it. I like it. Um, so there it is. We're gonna kick the new year season four off with Psycho. Um, there'll be. We're gonna a, go into what we're gonna kind of do next year. Uh, we can. I. Go ahead. All right. I wasn't meaning to do that, but I just I no, wasn't sure. You, yeah, you we were, because you told me you were going to do that when I talked to you two weeks ago. <laughs> you're a stubborn creature habit. When you say you're going to, when you suggest something like that, I'm like, I know he's going to fucking do it. So yeah, do it. Well, I wasn't thinking that. I just talked mm. I Maybe I inceptioned myself. You did. <laughs> so we're going to kind of change formats a little bit next year, next season. Um, it's not going to be a movie and a bonus from both of us. Uh, we're each still going to do a movie a month, so you're still getting two movies each month. But we're only doing one bonus episode per month. And we're going to uh, try our damnedest to link it if we can. Like, yeah. if there's something to tie into it, or we'll just do whatever feels right. Like, if, if, mm-hmm. like if you cover Psycho and I cover something else and there isn't really anything to link or connect or talk about, we'll, we'll do whatever we want to do for that week. But... If we can, we will definitely try to. We've talked about theming, you mm-hmm. know, months, stuff like that. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that's where you, you're going to get three episodes a month from us, um, which is more than what we used to do, but less than what we're doing now. Still want to mm-hmm. put out the content, but also still have a little bit of time for life. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's I'm, I'm looking forward of, to it. Yeah, it's going to be a bit longer form discussion, probably, you know, around the hour. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, not yeah, quite as short as some of our bonuses are, but not quite as long as these ones get. Yeah, um, I feel like we've I feel like we've kind of hit a really decent stride with yeah. streamlining the movies. Like we're each movie, like we're down to like an hour, mm-hmm. like ish per episode, yeah. which is not bad given that like <laughs> some of the episodes we ramble about Halloween and Alien and some of these other movies for over two hours. And don't get me wrong, I love both that, yours. but <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're going to swap months. I'm going to be the first one to pick the topic in January. Then it'll be Brandon in February, and we'll go back and forth like that through the year. Yep. And see how it goes. Yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to start the new year out strong. I will try to come up with, I'll try to get my movie here picked soon so we can really, really, January we're really going to start it out. It's going to be a hot January is going to be, yeah. it's going to be big. So until then, we hope that you guys 
have a merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you want to call it. Um, we hope you enjoyed <laughs> silent night if you're celebrating alone if you're spending time with families however you are gonna do you we hope you enjoy it and be safe and all that fun stuff and we will uh, see you guys after the new year um, in the meantime you can always find us on our social medias we are on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast we got the page we got the group you can find us on Instagram um, and Twitter at Gore underscore pod. We are on the Slasher app um, at Pod and Gore Podcast. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. We encourage that you do so. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we humbly ask if you can like, rate, subscribe, share with a friend, you know, and whatever you can do to help spread the words. We are more than grateful. Yeah, I had a friend of the show, Shane, ask how you review things on Spotify, because that's how he listens, and I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, I The only time we ever really see um, ratings or reviews are on iTunes, yeah. and which is basically about just over half of our listenership. And so if you guys want to send us a review and you don't know how to do it on yours, just email us and let us know. Yeah. We'll read it on there. I mean, we read the yeah. reviews anyway, but mm -hmm. we have, like, outside of Shane, we haven't really got a whole lot of feedback in recent months actually over a year now i believe is the last yeah. time we got uh, a review and so i'm gonna yeah, check even if it's not an official review if you just want to tell us how we're doing just yeah. email Love us and say hey you guys suck we'll read it <laughs> yeah i'll read it and be like you know exactly <laughs> we, we, we we won't cherry pick reviews yeah. uh we don't get Especially enough to we do don't that have any. <laughs> yeah. and so again merry christmas happy new year enjoy your times and we'll see you guys in the new year we have been your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And we'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.